We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from Welcome back to another Saturday edition of the last call podcast another one another one <laughs> dj Khaled. another one. another one uh yeah man sometimes stuff just happens work travel you know life and so uh welcome on this brunch edition and we are doing something special for the brunch edition of the last call podcast but first i'm your host aaron thompson alongside me as always are my co-hosts nick warner and sean Thanks for picking up the champagne. We are doing a, a bougie champagne mimosa edition of the Last Call podcast on this Saturday at noon. I guess twelve thirty. We were a little bit noonish. Noonish. Noon-ish. What's what's brunch hours are like to like two p.m. So we're good. Yeah. What what is the official time for brunch? I think it's like anywhere before two p.m. Anytime before two? Because I think that seems like a big window. I'm thinking it's ten to one. I mean, all, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., that is, is brunch. It's essentially just allow you to not feel like a piece of shit for drinking before noon. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's uh, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Brunch is a meal sometimes accompanied by an alcoholic alcoholic drinks brunch is typically only. served between the time of 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Oh, fuck. No way. Brunch, I don't know why I was expecting champagne when I picked up my can. Okay. That's beer. That's beer. So we are still going to do a brew review, uh, so we'll start uh, that in a second. For those of you joining who have never heard the show before, this is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to do the podcast while drinking typically six beers in 60 minutes, each beer at or above 5% alcohol by volume. Again, today, because it's a Saturday, because it's a noon uh, time slot, we are doing champagne. So we have two bottles of champagne. We'll see how much we can get through uh, during the podcast, but uh, we do have a brew review this week, as always. So uh, this one is brought to us by Nick. Uh, yeah, I uh, made a work trip to Ohio, so I, had, I felt the need to Ohio get an Ohio beer. Okay, I know you guys are not fans of Ohio, apparently. Nah, dude, I'm I, not I was really a big fan of Ohio either. Who Don't really have is? a good reason. Who is? Who cares uh, but I went to the Ohio State, uh, and I got this. Uh, Brewdog. It's actually Elvis Juice is the drink. It's a grapefruit infused IPA brewed by Brewdog in Ohio. Did you get it because it just said Elvis on it? And you went through that Elvis kick for a while. I still like Elvis. Okay. I still All I right. still think his music's very good. I've had this before, um, and I think it's really good. Also, it goes with our theme. I don't know if you guys did you ever eat grapefruit in the morning for breakfast my mom did all the time i I had a piece here or there my parents did too i don't i never not grapefruit not my thing that's the thing my grandparents ate it they would cut one in half and then put a little sugar on it and eat that so i also thought thought it fit our our stream well so if you have to add sugar to fruit that's probably not a fruit like that's very good like what other what do you like apples are you putting sugar on your apple i'm not ever had a caramel apple though Okay, well, yeah, but that's like a, that's a different thing. That's like an entire coating. Like, oh, it's sugar. not just like, hey, this fruit sucks, so sprinkle some sugar on it, and now it's edible. You know, like the, like the fruit do, should be sweet enough on its you, own. You'll dip uh, apples in apple slices in peanut butter. That's There's sugar in peanut butter. It's still kind of like dipping your french fries in ketchup, right? Like, like that's a condiment that... Oh, it, I don't you know. You put drink chores in ketchup. You, okay, well, you know what? Some people, people go to the extreme. Pepper on things. Is, they're just seasoning their fruit. That's all. 
Okay, well, anyways, I, I still think if you have to put sugar on fruit, it's not a good fruit to begin with. Um, but thank you for bringing the Elvis juice. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get some reviews on this thing, huh? I'm I'm gonna go last because because you already had it. Before. I've already had it, and I want your opinions because I value them somewhat. Um, well, the don't fact look that at you me said like that. Somewhat, I'm going to lower my I'm just now. kidding. I value your opinions and your beer ratings. I think it's good. I feel. Like, I think I have had this before. It's fine. Um, I don't think it's anything super spectacular. Um, nothing game changing. Uh, drinkable. Probably would only have one of these, and then maybe switch to something else. So drinkability is probably a little down on my scale. Uh, I'm gonna go probably like a six one. Ooh. Sorry, I thought you said eight point one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mistake. Uh, I mean, I like it. It's not bad. Um, I will give it points for the brewery, though, because they used to have one in Fountain Square, um, and you could host dog birthday parties there. Hmm. So I'll give it a 6-9. Nice. Exactly. Because of the dog birthday parties or because, <laughs> because of the actual Wait, beer? Are you ranking the beer or the, the, <laughs> or the, the venue? Well, and, well the, the dog birthday parties are always going to be a 10 out of 10, all right? Little dogs with hats on. <laughs> Fucking great. With all their little dog friends. How many yeah. of them ab- actually kept the hats on? I don't fucking know. I never went to one. I just saw all the pictures on the wall of all the dog. I wasn't invited to the dog birthday parties. That's a bit sad. <laughs> when was the last <laughs> dog you just birthday out, party you were? Were about? you just you outside, outside the venue, like hands on the glass, like looking in, Boxing hoping to get a call? Just eating them by myself. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Can I come in? No, six nines for the beer. Dog birthday party, ten out of ten. Okay. All right. Uh, I this is honestly one of my favorite beers. I kind of enjoy it because um, I think it's it captures the grapefruit flavor very well uh and it's not one of those ones where it, it, this this batch seems like it's a little subtle on the grapefruit but i've had it before it's like smacks in the face it's like really good and sometimes those beers i swear when they they're like oh it's this this type of it's like blood orange like but there's just a hint of it mm-hmm. these they actually do a good job and when I the flavor says grapefruit on, the- on there, I want it to be grapefruit. Yeah. Um, that being said, I gave it a 7.1. Okay. Uh, a 6.1, 7.1, and a 6.9 gives us an average of 6.7. Untapped score was a 7.42. It was a 3.71 converted. Is that their highest rated beer? Because I feel like it is on Untapped. Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. I'll uh, do some research. Because I think... I think- Anytime I've heard of Brew Dog, everyone said, "Oh, have you had Elvis Juice?" I've never heard him say any of the other beers, and I honestly couldn't name any other beers they have. There are a few breweries I feel like the the beer that they put out outweighs the actual brewery itself. So nobody knows any of the other beers from that brewery because they hit it big, kind of like a one hit wonder, right? Yeah, that one hit wonder has other songs, but nothing was as good as whatever they put out. So, um, yes. Punk IPA is a three point seven two. This was a three point seven one. Um, Hazy James 3.68 uh, there's, There is there's a 3.84 in here Double Hazy Do they just do IPAs? That's what it sounds like uh, No, they do Pale Ales Non-alcoholic beer if you're into that Pilsner, Red Ale They do a little bit of everything So I, I think they're good though so, so. Sorry, I want to kind of segue off of that Non-alcoholic beer So like <clears throat> 
I feel like we may have talked about this before. Yeah, we talked about Athletic Brewing Company, um, which I, I don't know. They were like, that's all they do, right? Yeah, they, that's all they do is um, non-alcoholic beer, which I can I will argue that there's maybe some semblance of a reason for someone to drink non-alcoholic beer. Maybe you truly do enjoy the taste of a particular beer type and you want to drink that, but without the alcohol. But I found out there's actually non-alcoholic whiskey and non-alcoholic vodka and I want to know the psychopath that's just sitting there downing shots of non-alcoholic vodka like mm, I like the taste I, I mean that's pretty much just like isopropanol at that point right I mean you're just doing it for the burn you're not even doing it for taste yeah but like it's just like what it like what is the point of that like because like generally like I would argue that whiskey and bourbon like they do have flavor profiles but like vodka like dude no way like that just doesn't taste like you pay more for vodka like the more you pay for vodka the less you actually taste it which is weird like i'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on this bottle of vodka so that i don't taste it mm-hmm. and it's like what's the point of that you know i mean granted vodka is different than whiskey like you said you do get flavor profiles i still think that anybody who tells you i'm getting notes of cherry wood and you know whatever it's like that absolute I think bullshit you're there's no that you don't have a refined palate apparently you know? I, I will say we the three of us, yeah, we were all there. Went on that uh, brewery tour of Angel's Envy, yeah, and it's a distillery. It's a yeah. distillery. Sorry, what, right. whatever distillery. And um, they, uh, you get the taste testing at the end, and they paired the whiskey with chocolate, I which I, I've yeah. never seen before. But that was really good. And mm-hmm. I actually, he was like, taste the chocolate, then drink the whiskey. He was like, wow, I actually taste different things in the whiskey now. Yeah. That I've had this chalk. I don't know why. Maybe just put your palate in a certain way. And I think that like rolls with like even with like I'm I'm not a big wine guy. I'm not huge on it. Um, get terrible headaches in the morning after drinking a ton of wine. But like maybe that's where you know they do the wine pairings with cheeses and fruit and stuff. Is the same kind of thing. Is that effectively it brings out more of the stuff that you wouldn't normally taste in the wine without knowing it until you have something that kind of makes your taste receptors like do it. Can you look up for me how much a sommelier makes? Like a good sommelier. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some astronomical dumb shit of like high wine, like, you know, high, you know, vintage wineries. Like, oh, yeah, they would pay him $2 million a year. It, it's something real quick. It's it's unreal the amount of money that they get paid to taste wine. Now, they will, I, I would almost maybe equate them kind of like a chef um, where, <clears throat> oh, excuse me where they do pairings right they actually work with the chefs and the menus like hey this is our menu for tonight at high high-end restaurants this isn't your, so your local it place looks but. like just based off of a couple of different websites the total average like the range for you know low percentage high percentage is thirty four thousand up to one hundred sixty four thousand still for tasting wine i mean like i said at the high-end restaurants where like they have a a chef that's making a menu specific for days like they work with the chef and say oh we have the chicken whatever tonight or we have the steak you know and then they go through they taste the chef's food and then they find the wines that they think pair best with it so they do have a more intense job of that rather than just tasting wine and then selling wine um i i do think their job's a little bit more in depth than than what people might think on the face but $160,000 for t- tasting some wine. Well, and I think the competition to become a small A is pretty intense. Very tough. Like, like, you have to know, like, the different dirts and stuff that grapes are grown in. And, and the like, regions and the. Yeah, it's very difficult. Well, I've then, heard. Take it to another level. 
What about the Ben and Jerry's guy that just fucking eats ice cream all day and tasting it? Yeah, with a with the golden, golden spoon. spoon. Yeah, because that because what that you enhances know, the flavor. He was like, no, 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 it needs to be gold. I can't use that stainless steel stuff. It, it messes trash. with my palate. I love that in that video, like you can go find the clip of the guy tasting ice cream and he's he's doing that. Tastes like ice cream. Well, he, and he goes smack. He goes. Swirl. I go. I have vanilla. I have caramel. Cookie dough? And I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> you're eating cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> no, I'm getting chocolate. Yep, that, that's our chocolate, sir. It's the world's greatest detective. Chocolate double deluxe ice cream. Is it double chocolate? <laughs> it's like chocolate squared? Like, what is that? God, who he bamboozled? Who did he convince to make this his job? I don't know, but I mean, good for him. And like, then, and then, is did he have that special golden spoon made? Oh, it's like, he's like, boss, I can't do my job without a golden spoon. I just want to know their finance department. Say, he wants a what? What's the price of gold? I just wonder what gold <laughs> tastes like. I mean, does it not have a taste and that's why he wants it? What, one thing I don't understand. Be platinum next week. I don't understand edible gold. I just want to keep going down this rabbit hole of shit like this. I, I saw like a post on this on Reddit a long time ago, but there's a another job role um, in uh, in the ham industry where they have ham sniffers where they will smell what? the ham. Dude. <laughs> so just like all these like weird things of like, oh yeah, they just like to sniff the ham and they can tell whether it's good ham or not. I'm like, <laughs> like what the fuck does that even what mean? The most venerated Calador? Is that the title? I don't know. They don't teach you about these jobs in school. <laughs> but it's just like it's well, just, so they, they don't want you to know they, yeah. so that they're can, it's not can, the market's not flooded with you, ham sniffers. I, I just I just want to know the guy that like he's going home to his wife and kids, kids acting up, you know. God damn it, Jimmy, I've been sniffing hams for the last thirty years to get you through college and this is how you treat me and your mother. Like like how do you even have that? But like you know God, God have mercy on his wife that might make ham for dinner. Each ham's getting four sniffs, that's a total of thirty two hundred sniffs per day. Bro, that sniffs per minute on ham. What is he? Charts. What does he do when he's sick? Does uh, the whole ham place shut down? Yeah, they have to. Jim, they won't sick. know if it's good we or not. not. Shut down the line. We are he's not, sick. We are not messing. It's with a two ham. week process for him to like get his nose back, get it unstuffed. You know, get all the gunk they say out of it. LeBron James spends a million dollars on his body God. a year in health. They put this man up with the best health care to make sure that nose is good to go. Well, I think I told you when I was at the casino, I was talking to one of the dealers, and they we got talking about insurance for some reason. And he was saying that he has dismemberment insurance, and he's got like insurance on his face and hands and stuff because he's quote unquote in the entertainment industry. So, like, if he were to, like, smash his hand or something like that, he has insurance to cover. Now, I, most insu- health insurances would cover, but if he were to have, hey, my hands aren't pretty enough to deal blackjack. I want to go have plastic surgery on my hands to make them pretty. He has insurance for that. Silly. <laughs> it's silly. <laughs> he, he wants to be a hand model. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it, it? <laughs> it reminds me of an episode. Did you guys ever watch the show My Wife and Kids? I know the show, but I never like actually watched it. There was an episode where like this, he, the, the dad is like walking around, and this lady probably, hey, like you know, I'm in with a modeling agency, and I'd really love to like do something with your hands. And he's thinking, oh, I have like these manly, manly hands. Like I, I'm gonna be a man hand, whatever, a man handler. And they're gonna, they're gonna, they go and do this whole video, and then it airs on the commercial. It's like, do you have girly, girly hands like this man? <laughs> <laughs> he's just absolutely devastated the whole time. 
And he, th- yeah, he thinks he's going in there for a big, he big starts, break. He starts wearing gloves, and he's like telling his wife he can't cook on the grill. He's like, I can't burn these hands. He's gonna bring in the money. Always, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I think it's Charlie's uncle, who's a lawyer, is super, super self conscious about his hands, and so he wears like fake hands on top of his hands. And he's and <laughs> sounds he's sounds like psychopath behavior. And he's he's in court one day. And he goes to point like v- you know viciously at the hand comes off. yeah at the the culprit, and it flies across the room. And he just starts nobody look nobody, <laughs> nobody look, <laughs> and then he runs and grabs his glove and puts it back on. There are some weird people out there. Oh, absolutely. So um, I was visiting my aunt and uncle uh, over Labor Day, and. This particular event happened, but it, it made me think of things in the comedy world, like comedians. I don't know that there's anything funnier than a good misunderstanding where somebody thinks you mean something and it's like just polar opposite. The example I'm going to give is that we were down there. They live on a lake. We were going to um, one of his neighbors was having somebody come in and play like a concert off their dock. And people were going to go in and just watch the concert. It's nice. So we're talking about this. And I was like, so do you know, like the band, who's the band? And he goes, well, you know, it's just one guy and he's a guitarist and I heard he's sick. And so we're like, oh, cool. So like, he's, he's like really good. He goes, no cancer. (laughs) (laughs) He's dead. Fuck. (laughs) And we were like, oh shit. No, we were like, oh, he's sick. Like he's really good. He's fucking shreds. And then he, he looks at it and goes, no, he's got cancer. It's <laughs> just, fuck. <laughs> so is there anything else in comedy that's better than just a good old misunderstanding where somebody just completely misinterprets the situation? Because I think that's just an absolute classic. It's, it's like the Tom and Jerry where Tom gets his face bashed in by an iron every episode because he hits, you know, the ironing board or whatever. Yeah. Is there anything funnier than a misunderstanding? I mean, I like a good joke overall. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. I, like I a mean, well-crafted joke from start to finish as a good punchline, maybe you know. I I like it when you are able to like take the same theme and roll it into multiple jokes. Um, like, oh, who is it? Uh, Jim Gaffigan has a really good skit um, where he's like talking about staying in a hotel, and he's like, "Oh, you know, your first night you're there, you're like, wow, you walk in, and everything's nice, made." He's like, "Oh man, this is really nice." And then you wake up the next day, and you you slept in it, and then you walk, you go out and do your business, whatever. You come back in, and your beds are mess, whatever. You walk, and you're like, "This place is a shithole. Like this is horrible. Like why would I ever stay here?" And then he talks about staying at Disney. He's like, first night you walk out in the Animal Kingdom." You walk out, you see giraffes outside your window. He goes, second day I walk out, huh? Same giraffe. <laughs> Not entertained. Fucking hate that but, guy. But anyway, he, he goes into like, oh, staying in hotels, but then he talks about this, what room are you staying in, and how, how weird of a question that is, and he rolls it into different situations. But it's like 10 minutes, he just brings up that same joke and then uses it in different situations. I like that. A, a continuation of a joke or especially a flashback to an old joke i do appreciate that as well yeah, because yeah. It, it, like with a comedian like builds up to something right so he tells a story that you think is just a mindless story and then it you know it kind of tapers off and you kind of forget about it and then it crescendos Correct. into like the final bit where he re- references that back i do appreciate that because he that takes a lot of time and effort to forethought yeah, you know? yeah to build that because uh, you to, want your audience to forget about it, it and then it, you bring it right back you're like oh 
I'm, I'm going to equate this to almost like a magician with sleight of hand, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to throw off this piece of information that doesn't really seem to mean anything, right? It's just like a, yeah, whatever. But then it, it is like the focal point of the magic trick at the end, right? I, I kind of think. Speaking of comedians, though, David, uh, why did I call him David? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> David, D- as David, as if I, I know the. friend David. <laughs> David. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is going to be uh, in Indianapolis on Wednesday. Um, I don't know. I didn't it's, see anything about that. That's surprising. Yeah, he's going to be here uh, this upcoming week. Um, I haven't seen. He had a couple specials that obviously got a lot of buzz on Netflix. Um, yeah. It was after he took a huge hiatus. He came back, and then you know he was people were trying to cancel him for his comedy special and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I so I made the mistake. I went to a Kevin Hart show in Cincinnati when I was living there. And um, I decided for my my ex and I at the time that I wanted to do something special, so I got floor seats to watch Kevin Hart, and wow. I paid and I paid good money for those tickets. I don't remember anything from that show, and here's the reason why: his stage was in the center of the <coughs> arena, so there were four. It was a square stage, so four sides, and he did it. I give him credit; he did a good job, and he spent about a quarter of the time on each side of the stage so that means i only saw him for a quarter of the time because we were on the floor on one side of the square so the rest of the time i'm looking at the jumbotron anyway because i can't see him across the stage the other thing was they were so adamant about cell phones recording at the show they had people walking around security just checking to make sure nobody was filming and if somebody was they had glow sticks around their neck they whipped him above their head and started flailing them to signal security to come and escort this person out. So I'm literally so distracted. I'm seeing fucking lights flying all over the place because people are like recording or taking pictures or whatever. And so I'm just seeing, I'm more interested in security kicking people out than I am watching the show because he was so adamant about it. This was pre-show. I tried to take a picture of the stage setup and security came to me and said, if I see that again, you're out. Wow. Nobody was on stage. The lights were on. Half the it, the place was almost empty. We got there early. And I almost got kicked out because I pulled out my phone. I was like, that, that's utterly it's like ridiculous. It's more strict than a movie. Exactly. It's, it's, I mean, the penalty for filming in a movie theater is probably less than, like, I don't know. Probably not. But you know what I mean? It well, was it just. It depends on, I feel like back in the day, it was a lot more frowned upon because it was easy to catch when you, know, you don't have a whole fucking camera recorder and you're oh just well, this, what's just, this just, giant box that yeah. you're bringing in and Whereas sitting now, in the seat like, next to you it's they're all you know high school kids working them they don't give a shit like who cares I, I i know nobody cares about the movie theater anymore but yeah i was just so distracted by the um the security and again i i paid a lot of money to sit close to the stage to actually like see oh the other thing which i i guess is kind of weird to complain about he was wearing so many diamonds around his neck that the lights were hitting him and I couldn't look at him because they were blinding me in the eyes. That's what we call it bling. I know. It was, but I was like, I didn't, <laughs> I can't see you to start. So I, I already can't see you because you're not on my side of the stage half the time. And then you're wearing so many diamonds that I can't look at you when you are on my side. He's Just, also a small statured man. So that doesn't help either. No, he's exactly. He's very short. So anyways, that. so the short of it is, probably not going to go to dave Chappelle 
Um, I'm I, sure I'll see. I like Dave Chappelle. I I, I really loved um, the Chappelle Show back when it was. Yeah, that was like my introduction to Dave Chappelle, and then some of his earlier earlier um, stand up. But I I actually haven't watched any of his Netflix specials because I just didn't really care to. Especially once the whole commentary on like I, I've really lost a lot of appreciation for like stand up comedy over probably the last decade or so. I just don't find a lot of them funny. I actually was in a heated debate with a, a couple of coworkers literally Thursday or Friday about we were talking about stand-up comedians and I mentioned that I I, I literally cannot stand John Mulaney. I think he's mm. probably one of the worst comedians to you ever. You don't like the Salt and Pepper Diner skit? No, I fucking I hate that fucking one. I like I think he is a person that like tries to mask his like jokes behind just doing a stupid fucking voice. And so I just, every joke, I'm just like, yep, wow, it's really funny, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, shut the fuck up. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little, a little contentious. There's a few people that were on the John Mulaney side, and then there were, they were you know, it was, it was two healthy factions. Like, fuck that guy. I like that guy. And I was just like, like, who's a comedian that you absolutely cannot stand that everyone else loves? Um, somebody that can't. I don't know. I, uh, oh, shoot. What's, there, there's a, is it Amy Schumer? Or yeah. the, the blonde girl? Uh, yeah, I think it's... it's just like, I've, I, I've I never... I've find ne- you funny. I've never found that funny. I've never found her that funny either. Um, I think she actually had... Okay, she had a, a bit yeah. at the Oscars where it was, it was the... I think the Oscars... Or she came on after um, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. And then she comes on and, and is introducing the next whatever and I could have the award show wrong but she essentially goes hey guys sorry I just got back from the bathroom did I miss any <laughs> did I miss anything <laughs> and I was like that's kind of funny playing on the moment whatever and that was the funniest thing I think I've ever heard out of her I've just I don't find her very funny I don't find her charming I find her very abrasive and just I don't know I, I'm not a fan other people are right some people find her very funny there was um <clears throat> Is it Taylor Momsen? I think is actually very funny. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think that's her name. She I watched a comedy special of her and I thought she was actually very funny. Um, she has a, she has a very dark sense of humor, which I find her is that is that it? Did I get the name wrong? You're you're looking at your computer well, like you I just dark, like I, I just know, said the name I, of it. You say dark sense of humor and she has some very incredibly dark eyeshadow that like you encompasses say mom, her mom's. Oh no no wait hold on is that no 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 that's no. a singer no, no, no. and the first thing she's got a lot of eye black going no. on. Okay, I'm sorry, she I'm looks missing. Like she's about to rob a house. I gotta I gotta look this up. So no Taylor Momsen. I, I saw an Holy article cow. about her. She she's Cindy Lou Who from the live action version of The Grinch, and now she's like a. Metal. That's, that's Taylor Momsen. I think that's. This is the picture I'm talking about. She, that's terrifying. Yeah. That no. That's Cindy Lou Who from The Grinch. Okay. So sorry. Uh, oh, she's really grown she's, up. Boy, my pop culture is single-handedly keeps the eye black industry alive. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. There was a a female comedian that I thought was extremely funny, uh, d- but does have a dark sense of humor, kind of like Taylor Momsen's soul. But <laughs> but okay, nobody got it. My bad. Okay. So, um, Amy Schumer, but I, again, I thought Amy Schumer was very much a split between lover hater. So I'm not sure if she's somebody that everybody loved that I hated. Uh, Chris Rock, I don't know that I find him that funny. 
Well, that was uh, that was that was humor that was before our time. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I ever found Chris Rock that funny. Um, Jeff Foxworthy maybe as well. I, I, he's I funny, but know. I never thought he kind of plays on the same bits over and over. Yeah, uh, I also so, hated the who's the dude with the fucking puppets. Oh, uh, uh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. I never, you didn't like Jeff Dunham. No, I I liked Jeff Dunham I when I was growing up. Never liked them. Um, I really appreciated. Uh, I really. Going back and listen to Robin Williams stuff. This is funny. I really like Robin Williams. He, you have to keep up though. He is so quick and jumps around so quickly. It's it's kind of hard to keep up at sometimes. The, the he does a skit on the human anatomy and how it was like came about. Hilarious. I love that skit. Taylor Tomlin. Okay. Taylor Tomlin. That's very different from Taylor Tomlin. Sin. Tom not- Tomlin. Yeah, I, I knew it was Taylor something. You're actually not far off from Momsen, yeah. whatever, so I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you. Taylor Tomlin or Tomlinson. I don't know. It's one of those two. I can't see the rest of the... Let's see. Uh, Tomlinson. Taylor Tomlinson. She has a special on Netflix that I thought was is very funny, um, but also somebody that probably a lot of people don't know. Hey, Sean, can you pass me over the, uh, the champagne there? Okay. It's brute. It's brute. Okay. It's brute. What? So champagne, I this is the only thing I know about champagne. It, champagne is only comes like from a specific area in France. So everybody, you you have this bubbly whatever wine, whatever you want to call it. If it's not from that area, like from champ, it might be champagne, France. Not champagne, Urbana Champagne, Illinois. No, no, Damn definitely it. not. If it's not from there, then it's a brute. But it's still it's the same thing. Hmm, interesting. Um. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, oh, what is it? All no. bur- it, bourbons, bourbons and whiskeys. We learned this on our tour. Yeah, the ABCs or something yeah. like that. I mean, you uh, could still have a bourbon from... from uh, Outside of Kentucky? Outside of Kentucky, I think. It's just got to be a new barrel, no additives to so it. So then where nothing. did that myth about it has to come from Kentucky? Somebody, I don't know. I, I, I don't think was, that was in the ABCs, though. I don't think so either, unless they're spelling Kentucky with a C, which they could. You know, they might not. I don't know. <laughs> Dick, what are you doing? We're doing something right now. God. What? So the champagne brunch is going <laughs> tremendously. <laughs> it is a wild. Oh, boy. There's a QR code. And uh, if you haven't scanned it, scan it. It'll give you inside information on the podcast. Uh, exclu- something like that. Exclusive access to Nick, Sean, and I. <laughs> this is access to my brain. Absolutely. The only, the only, um, you can only have bourbon that's made from the United States. That's that's the only thing. It has to be produced within the United States. The United States. Other than that, it's not bourbon. Boy, we are we are working on the fly here. We did it. <laughs> okay, this is horrible for like the uh, listening podcast. They have no idea what's going on. Warner's well, messing around with should, our stream. You and, know what you should do? You okay. should listen to it live. Uh, on, yeah. on Fridays on or Saturdays, Friday or, or whatever Saturday, whatever we choose. To do it. We are live on Twitch, streaming at at the Last Call Podcast. T H E E Last Call Podcast on Twitch. Sometimes good, people good make save, really bad save. decisions in the moment, and that's where I want to segue into the next one. Okay, so, okay, here. Oh, sorry, uh, you had you want to go to the next one? Yeah. I, okay, let me let me tell this story real quick, just because it, it involves weekend drinking in Indiana. So last weekend, Memorial Day weekend, um, we're going to my aunt and uncle's uh, at their place on a lake, and 
we it's on a Sunday, right? So we're going down there on Sunday. And it used to be in Indiana that you could never buy alcohol on Sunday, period. You could go to a bar and drink, yeah. but you could not buy alcohol at the store. I don't know how they made that distinction. Regardless, they changed the law to now you can buy alcohol after noon on Sunday. So 12, we, 12 to 8 p.m. Exactly. So we get up and we go to the store. I've completely forgotten this law because, again, it's such a stupid thing. I just kind of like threw it out of my mind. We get there. We go up to the counter and we try to scan and we were using one of the self checkouts. The guy who, you know, comes over and like helps you with your ID and puts in the date of birth when you do the self checkout comes over, rips the alcohol out of our hands and goes, no, he goes, no, he goes, you can't buy alcohol. It's Sunday. And then proceeds to go and slam our alcohol in a shopping cart that is full of alcohol from all the other rejects that tried to buy alcohol before noon on Sunday. And I was like, a simple, hey, guys, you can't do that would have been fine. But he literally rips it out of our arms, slams it in the cart. And then I think the cart made me feel the worst about it. Because I was like, I'm one of the idiots that, that Listen, also forgot this. <laughs> so you probably started with it. You hey, were the guys. 15th of yeah, the day. So yes. like he had patience for the first, you know, probably five. And he was like, hey, guys, you can't have alcohol this early. I'll take that. Then another one. Hey, guys, can't have alcohol. <laughs> Sunday takes it. All right, fuckers. You <laughs> Didn't you see what I did with the last guy? <laughs> How many times did I teach this old man? You need, like... I think it would have been funnier oh, if he would have put the... Sh- brother, this guy stinks! I think it would have been funnier if he would have put the shopping cart full of alcohol at the front of the thing. Go put it there. Go put <laughs> Don't it there. be this no, guy. No, because then everybody's like, why is there a shopping cart full of alcohol here? And then... No, then you, you'd have been like, oh, do they want me to get more? Yeah, no, like, oh, I, hey. <laughs> I definitely would have thought that would be like a discount. Like yeah. the stuff they try to get you right at the oh, end. it's on sale? Oh, fuck yeah. I think it... Well, I you think... should have just grabbed the whole shopping cart walked up. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, they got it pre-selected for yeah. me. So you anyway. that shopping cart, puts in a bigger shopping cart with other <laughs> shopping carts full of alcohol. Come on! Shopping cart inception. So uh, where where were you trying to go, Sean? No, I was just people doing dumb things uh, like with just because they are stuck in a moment where they, they want a quick solution. And so I, I, I threw this topic out to you guys earlier this week, but there was a couple in China that they had a peculiar problem of where they needed to get their... Hold on, hold on, we need to christen this new bottle real quick. So I uh, hold the thought on the why, th- on the person in China. Put, you got to put so much pressure on me. Because uh, we're going to do a little are, ASMR. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, so for those that are listening, we're opening up the second bottle of Brute. Yeah, I'm just so going to shoot this shot of brute. champagne. It's not champagne. It's a Brute. Whatever. You're not legally allowed to say that. I'm like quarter way into my sommelier training. This was like the only thing that I've learned so far. <laughs> do you need a sommelier for didn't, what, what's the did, Didn't you have the fun? For, hold, hold on. Let's, let's do this ASMR. Oh god, this is nerve wracking. Here, let's see if oh, wrong side let's of it. Blow your eardrums out real quick. Oh god. <laughs> hey, uh, there we that'll go. That'll help you go to sleep. And it didn't explode. There we go. There you go. Didn't you say that the thing on the bottom of the thing is called a, a punt or something like that? Uh, I th- where you put think your thumb so. where they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. you hold it. Yeah, you put your thumb in the bottom of it, and then you're able to support it on the bottom with your other four fingers. Mm -hmm. So you're able to serve it that way. So China, 
What, what do we got going on in China? Sorry, there, there, was a, there was a couple that they had a very peculiar problem they were trying to solve where they were like, we need to move our uh, farming equipment quicker to the, our destination. They had a, they had a little bit. Of, they had a small obstruction to to move that <laughs> farm equipment quickly. That small obstruction just happened to be one of the seven wonders of the world, the, the Great Wall of China. And so they uh, rented an excavator and knocked down a portion of the Great Wall of China to make a path to then move their farm equipment through. So they obliterated. I think it was like I think they said like thirty meters of the Great Wall of China. To allow to, for them to make a quick cut through to to make their equipment go quicker to the farm. I'm no historian, but I've heard stories about the building of the Great Wall. They probably found some stuff I'm sure in their did. excavation that they didn't want to find. Holy cow! I never realized how long that was. That is, it's it, it's not the small wall of China. It's, it's the Great Wall. Hey, but now it's only half as long. Yeah, well, I don't know where. I don't <laughs> know. Because there's two great walls. <laughs> yeah, I don't right? know. I don't know where they. Uh, it was thirteen thousand miles long. Yeah, I don't 13, know. Thirteen thousand one hundred seventy-one miles, and now we split it at some point. I also like there it says closed opens at nine a.m. Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> I can't get on the wall. Sorry, the wall's closed. I'm pretty sure I'm. I could be wrong That's here. Insane. I think you can actually camp on top of the Great Wall of China. Like I, no I think idea. you can pitch a tent and actually camp on the wall. Well, I'm sure you could do it at any point they're probably not gonna know where you're at i mean thirteen thousand miles of it you probably find some spot where it's not monitored but it's just it's just oh, insane yeah. how me. long did it take them to do this i, I don't know say? i mean i mean and honestly, nobody called this out well, well I mean, once again it depends on where it was if they're in like a remote part of like where the wall is it, like you said there's probably not a whole lot of like i know probably china does patrol the wall relatively yeah. often because it is a sacred you know cultural important thing for them but you're telling me there wasn't a guy out there when they started digging he was out there with his glow stick spinning it around hey, hey, spinning. Doing it. yeah and they, the, like in mulan where they start lighting the fires the next guy with the glow stick swinging his <laughs> and going down the great wall they're like hey they're doing something here see we did the thing was circle look at us being uh, comedians yeah, i don't know how long it took all i all i know is just they they basically tore down some of the great walls so they could get their equipment through and now they're arrested and like the joke everyone's like yeah you're not seeing them again was just gone we, you remember when we were younger like the great wall could be seen from, from space, space. Yep. is that is that a myth or is that true I mean, technically everything can be seen from space but no like on how but like you can point out the great wall like when i envisualize like hey or envision hey i can see that from space like i can clearly point and say look there's the great wall like I'm not doing that to the, my assumption the is, Eiffel Tower. My assumptions is that what they mean by that is that when they're looking at specifically from like whether it's a satellite or from the International Space Station and you're looking down at China, that the maybe the topography they can see like the the line that was purposely made through whatever was geographically there before. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look natural. You can actually see where they all went. Other than that, no, it's not like super tall or anything. It's not like, you know, Mount Everest where you're like, holy shit, that's huge. It's just very long. I wonder if there is anything. Previously in an interrupted line that ran through China. So let's let's take that argument. Let's say that you can't actually see the Great Wall, but you can see like, hey, there's the mountain or the the ledge where it it is built, right? Yeah. You can see that definitive land feature. Is there anything on Earth that you could see from space definitively? I mean, obviously mountains. Can you see Mount Everest and be like, that's Mount Everest? Or well, does it you just... You can see mountain ranges. 
Right, man, ranges. I'm talking about could I guess you can't your depth perception, right? You couldn't see that. Hey, there's the summit of Mount Everest, right? I think you probably could. I mean, you could probably be pretty close if if you know that mountain and you've climbed it before. If you're probably looking from a top down view, you how, would recognize features and stuff. How many people have climbed Mount Everest? Because I think it's less than you think. I mean, I think it's a lot. I think it's more than you think. I think it's less than I you think. I think it's way. Have you seen the picture right, of let's, like let's, line? Let's, play, let's do the Price is Right version. Uh, over, 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 under. It's a, It's probably. I'm saying it's under a thousand. It's over a couple of thousand. Under probably. a thousand to make it to the summit. I'd I think it's under a thousand. It's got to be over a couple thousand. Hundred percent. All, all the rich I, people I, in the world that want to do this. Hundred percent. I, I think it's under a thousand. Saw it, so I'm out. Okay, what did you, what did you say? It's got to be like he's saying over a thousand. It's, it's I'm be, saying under. I'm saying, a it's got to be over. Okay, like, we're setting the over under at a thousand. It's that's gonna, what I'm saying. I'm gonna say it's over three thousand. I well, I'm definitely taking the under three thousand. Okay, uh, ready? Yeah, six thousand three hundred thirty-eight. <sighs> that's okay, as well. of January of 2023. So, so it's probably, probably like 10, more. 12 more. I know. Who knows? Actually, I don't know because interesting. Never mind. I don't know. There is a full list okay. if you're interested. Of all the people? Yeah. I mean, still 6,000 out of... Have you seen well, the I guess pictures? How many, how many like, people can afford to, I guess? That's what I said. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a rich person thing. It's not poor people aren't like, oh, we'll climb... You know, you, you have to buy a whole fucking thing. Like, it's ridiculous. Have you seen the pictures, though, of people just, like, lined up trying to get to the summit? Like, it's not like you're up there and there's, and like, four the or five of you up there. Like, there's a line of people. But and then the, there are the a lot of people. All this trash that's fucking left up there. My yeah, my understanding, I know, but my understanding is that there's a lot of people that attempt to get to the summit and never actually get to the summit because right. of weather conditions. Blah blah blah. I would agree so, that the percentage so, is probably lower, like than, significantly lower than how many have tried. Correct. Like but tried versus made. It. I think it's gotten easier and easier over the years because the equipment has gotten that much better, and they have a ton of tour guides and everything. And, Sherpas. Yeah. Yeah, that one Sherpa's like, it's my fourth time this week. Fuck. Yeah, well, okay. Then I'm, I was wrong. I, I thought it was severely lower than I think it, I what think most when, people would think. Now, 6,000, I still think is a pretty low number, but I, I would have thought it was I think so said one much in, lower. One in a million have people have climbed. To Basically, the, su- to the summit. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're in a uh, but you know six degrees you, of separation from somebody that has. Do you get a plaque for climbed? that, Kevin Bacon? You, you probably you, get a pat on a the plaque? back. <laughs> yeah, the old lady up there that makes the plaque. Here you go. Well, and, and, then and walk back down with it. You how, just get a sticker that says "I climbed Mount, Mount Everest." Everest. Well, <laughs> and, and they they actually have like tour guides, right? Not not I don't know if tour guides, Sherpas. but ex, expedition Sherpas. That's what they're called. Yes, mm-hmm. called a Sherpa. Okay. I, I my interpretation of a Sherpa was something different than probably some. the clothes. Well, yeah, I mean you you when you hear Sherpa, I think of a, a specific like type of person. I didn't think of an expedition guide to the summit of Mount Everest. They're the they're it's it's just a, those guys are nuts. They're the people around Nepal. They're called the Sherpas, but they know the mountain range and they go up it all the time. So like those. So how many of those six thousand no oxygen? Nothing. Like they're how absolutely many, insane. How many of those six thousand people do you think are the Sherpas that lead the? None of them. 
they don't they don't count themselves as part. That's of just it. a weekend hike for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, we it's, it's we different. just live up here. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing is that that's why like you, that, you look at videos and like the people are at like whatever base camp something out. They're all lit, like breathing out of oxygen tubes and Sherpa's like, "What's up, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> he's, day. he's got a little shack on top that he's selling Snickers bars yeah. out of. Well, yeah, and there you go, you've earned carry it. Carry people down too, like depending on like what level of Sherpa you pay for. If you're like, "Oh, I can't fucking go," they'll throw you on their back and just take you right back down. You can't get to a helicopter to the top of Mount Everest, can you? No. That's why there's so many dead people up there. The air's too thin for a helicopter, right? I don't know. I don't think you can get a helicopter up there. I know some people take, like, they could take helicopters to, like, some of the base camps, but you right. probably don't go any further than that. I don't. I think the air gets too thin at some point for a helicopter, and you can't actually use know. a helicopter up there. But speaking of geographical... Sorry, I, correction here. Uh, one in a million... Just a minute. One in the, I don't know. I'm trying to piece together. One in a million people have climbed it in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Six, anyway, six thousand out of eight billion people. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's again still a, a very exclusive club. Hey, can you pass me the juice? I'm just sitting here with a glass of champagine, and I'm not. I'm want? not feeling that bougie. I don't know. Give me the shirt. Sure, that. There we go. Anything. So I do have another question about geographical challenges, which I didn't realize. And I, you guys might make fun of me for this, but you need to hear my argument. You cannot drive from the United States to South America. Because of the Panama Canal? But y- yes, not, but it's not even the canal. There is a, you can take a road all the way to almost the border of Panama. And then there is just an immense forest that there are no more roads that you can take to go through so the border of panama and colombia there's just a huge forest and there's no roads through it i'm sure there's dirt roads whatever you could but as a casual driver somebody who's not trying to go off-roading or get lost in a jungle there is no major roads going that you can take all the way from the united states to so south the panama America. canal like kind of in a remote portion like it goes like city whatever you know towns whatever and then it goes a forest and then panama canal yes okay but it like is there not a bridge over the canal I don't think. So. I assume there's a way to get over it from one side. I have to, the to believe there that there has ha- to be. Yeah, there's no, it, so that's I, the I canal is not the big problem. A ferry that goes from one side of the canal to the other. I, they're not going to build a bridge over the canal because you don't know how tall the ship that's going to be going through the canal. I is. mean, but everybody they make leverage or whatever they're called the bridges. Locks. Yeah, the that, locks. that you can open up the the road and, I don't and think whatever a bridge that goes over it. Well, let's look that up. But I was just surprised that you would think, hey, it's a landmass connected. There should be some way that you can drive all the way from North America all the way down to South America. And Panama is where it stops. And it's not necessarily because of the canal, in my, from what I've seen. Also, if you fly from the United States to South America, did you go overseas? No. I See, I would agree technically you you might have flown over a sea but because it's a connected landmass i'm thinking that it's not actually flying overseas i mean i i think people when they say overseas they mean did you go to a different country and so well i know that's what they mean but yeah. technically i'm saying you didn't go overseas you're still connected to the same landmass right so if you fly to europe yes overseas you flew over the atlantic if you went to china whether i guess depending on which way you go whether it's pacific or atlantic you're still overseas if you fly to south america I mean, it's all one connected landmass. 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't really. You guys aren't arguing with me, which is I don't, as I'm, much I'm as what doing I thought. research on the Panama <laughs> Canal. I don't because like, I don't really care too much about like what people say about flying overseas. Like, cool, bro. Like, you did it. Say less. I don't need. It's, I'm not. It's not gonna bother me any. It's, I went to Mexico. Sick. Had a great time. Awesome. Cosmo's great. Okay. Well, fine. I just I thought that was an interesting take because I mean, if you want to be a stickler about C versus C's. No, no, no. Over AC. And and we're not even flying over AC. We're flying over an ocean. So why don't we call it over oceans? Because it sounds stupid. <laughs> I went, I it went sounds on va- stupid. I went on vacation over ocean. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds dumb. That's why we don't do that. It's not called the I Atlantic mean, if Sea. If you want to be the person that wants to be a stickler. I, I'm just throwing out there food for thought. My nobody, bad. nobody likes a stickler. Okay. But well. if you want to die on that hill, you hey, go for it. You got to... <clears throat> Fine. Right. Fine. My bad. Okay. I got a random random thing. Okay. Random thing. So I had a work trip and one of the people that Say was with so. us, uh, said person works like normal shift hours and works from like six to three thirty or something like that. Works like with production. It's like six six to three thirty, six to three o'clock, something like that. All I'd right. Say that's normal shift hours, but yeah. It might be a little early, whatever. Yeah, I'd say. Um, so said person gets up at 5 a.m. to start their day to get in at 6, right? <clears throat> um, when said person gets off work, they come home and they go to bed at 4, 5 o'clock, go to sleep. Why? So we were having this conversation. Why the fuck do they we go were, to the we were having this conversation with said person, and we were like, oh, well, you know, do you go to the gym, do you work out, whatever. And she says, yeah, I work out at this place right before they close. And we're like, well, wait, that would be like 11 o'clock. Okay, so what? what is your sleep schedule? She said, I go to bed at like 5 or 6 when I get back. I wake up at like 9 o'clock. I make dinner. I eat dinner. I go work out, come back, uh, go to sleep she's again. On, she's on one of those weird sleep Again. Days. Okay, yeah. And then wake up at 5.30. Six o'clock or whatever. Uh, yeah. So five, I, I've five thirty. Yeah. Well, two sleeps. Can yeah. you do that? Could you do that? Could you pull that off? Two sleeps. Yes. On a consistent schedule, every day you're setting an alarm. If first I first ha- sleep, second sleep. If I had to, yes. If if that becomes my regular routine, then yes, I could. I could adapt. It's, it's yeah. It's called a polyphasic sleep schedule. I looked this up because I I have a big bout with insomnia. Like I don't sleep. Consecutively, I can't. I don't. Amount of times I sleep eight hours is very rare. Like it's usually three, maybe four at best. So like, there's different polyphasic sleep schedules where you kind of do like crazy shit like that. Where you you go to work, you come home, you sleep for two to three hours, you get back up, you do something from four to five, and then you go back to sleep for another four hours. The the most craziest one that I've ever seen was like it's all about like how much REM sleep you get and how much the body can handle. But there's one that's called like the Uberman sleep schedule that I looked up. That was, it's fucking insane. I don't know if I could even do this, but it's, you have six 20 minute naps that are spaced evenly throughout the day. So you get six 20 minute naps. So you get about, you get two hours of sleep a day, but you've, you've trained your body to go instantly into REM sleep. And then you do 20 minutes of REM sleep, wake up, and then you're... Thing is, you have one of those events where something is happening, somebody's outside mowing their lawn, and it, it messes the whole thing up. 
if I could, if I had a superpower, I think it would be to fall asleep immediately. Yeah. I lay in bed and I can't fall asleep for like an hour or whatever. Like, and so I never feel like I get great sleep. That would be such a useful superpower. Really, all of it is, is like all these different like sleep schedules are based around just like you're trying to maximize the amount of productivity you have in the day. So I did hear a schedule that I thought was interesting where the guy doesn't consider one 24 hour day. He considers three eight hour days. So if from let's just start at midnight from midnight to 8 a.m. is one day. And let's just say he sleeps from midnight to 8 a.m. That's one day. Or he sleeps four hours and then has four hours of productivity, kind of like the multiple sleep schedule mm-hmm. that you were talking about. He goes, you have three eight-hour days and you can spend those days however you want. But the way that he schedules his sleep in those eight-hour days gives him more productivity during the day for whatever reason, right? Because he's getting more done at night when most people are just sleeping. And I thought it was an interesting way to look at the day. But again, that's something stupid committed where hey it, it, it's it's something that you have to like really have the lifestyle support so like for your coworker that has that so like when i used to work for honda i worked from 6 a.m to 2 30 usually it was more than that but like that was my scheduled shift was 6 a.m to 2 30 so if i on a good day i'd wake up around 4 30 because i lived roughly an hour to an hour and a half away depending on traffic or random construction projects that were going on in the area I would get there at, you know, five, six o'clock, and then I would leave. If I left right at two thirty, I'd get home at three thirty four. I'd be like, I'd be kind of dead though. I'd be like, oh, I could probably take a nap for a little bit, and then wake back up, do some stuff, and then go back to sleep. So I think that that sleep schedule is not that crazy. Um, I just, I, it's just so interesting. Like somebody hearing somebody actually apply it and actually do it. You know, we talk about, oh yeah, I could probably do that. I could probably do that. But hearing somebody actually do it. I mean, it's very like, like, but you have to like. That's the thing is, a is she, she's going to be wrecked if it goes against that part of it, which is the problem. Is like once you get used to a very specific sleep schedule, if you keep ruining it, you're going to feel like dog shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's well, that's what happened because we, you know, went out and we're out in Columbus. So like, oh, well, let's go get some drinks, whatever. Yep. And that was in the middle of her sleep time. First sleep, you know, it's like. Well, well, and, <laughs> sorry. And, and so just real quick, I've heard this uh, about the medical industry is that they will be forced to m- doctors, surgeons, whoever in the medical field who uh, is essentially like in ER or might have emergency stuff come up will have to pull 24, 30, even up to 48 hour shifts. Yeah. And and uh, that's that's unreal. Like I don't think it's po- I could not i can't make it 24 hours i can barely make it 24 hours i've done it a few times right so there's a little 48 hours there's a caveat there though is they have a room where they can go back and like take a nap and sleep a little bit like they're on call for sometimes there are yes there are times where like shit is just so far like if you're in any kind of area where god forbid there's a war going or something like that yeah you're just fucking working around the clock or you're doing a surgery that is very intensive that takes 16 hours and you're like shit i'm screwed but most of at least here in america like when you're on call for that long like there's a room where you can go back take a nap sleep for a little bit like you're not literally physically on your feet for 48 hours you are you have moments of rest is it the best rest probably not but it is not like where you have to physically stay awake for that long sometimes and the reason i say that is yes there are times where but if it's 
dependent on a lot of different factors. And like you said, if it, the time, the way that shifts work in the medical field are different than like a standard three shift operation that a, a plant might use. And so if something happens where you're about to go off the clock, but then somebody comes in, you might end up having to stay longer. And so it, it's just, it's crazy to me that people are able to do that because again, I can barely stay awake 24 hours, let alone past that. And then also have to be mentally capable of doing certain things. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, which is, it's just crazy. You do see, you know, like my, my longest work stint where we had a huge issue at the plant where, you know, one cry was a big virus that came through, it hit our plant. I went in at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. I did not leave until probably noon on a Tuesday. And I had worked that entire time because we were just trying to scramble to get things back together. Damn. And I felt like dog shit. Dude, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would say, let them have the money. <laughs> Take the money. <laughs> I'm going to bed. But it's that time of the afternoon. <laughs> it is afternoon, so that does count. We're closing up early. All right. It is the last call. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Last Call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, brought to us by Nick. Nick, what you got? All right, let me, let's see if I can get this set up here. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to do that. Sorry, little setup period. All right, can we see this board? Can yep. everybody see it clearly? Yep. All right, for those... Uh, for those that are listening, uh, there's going to be a board that's up on the screen. Unfortunately, not everybody's going to be able to see it, but um, I'm just going to use it for writing down notes throughout this game. So Notes? Oh, yeah, God. We, got, we got some notes here. So the game we're going to play is called Desert Island. And you may have seen this on TikTok. You may have not. I don't know. I don't think I have. All right. Um, and so, I, Sean and I watch a lot of TikTok. Yeah. I, this is like one I kept from a long time ago and I always wanted to play it. So today's the day. So this is a game that a uh, teacher plays with her students. And it's like, oh, we got, you know, 10 minutes. Let's, let's play this game real quick. So I'm having a, I'm going to phrase it this way. I'm having a party on this desert island. We're going to call it a tropical island, right? And I have a set of rules, and you have to bring an item, and it has to meet those rules for you to get invited and to be on the island. So, you guys are going to say something and what you want to bring, and I will say yes or no to whether you can come. And as I say yes, I'm going to list out the items that are acceptable that can come in. And once you see this list of items that's up here, you have to figure out what the rule is, what ties them amongst each other, right? Okay, so we have to guess random items. Yeah. If it's a yes, once we get it, a, a list, then we can start guessing what the rule is that connects all of the items that you said yes to. Correct. So let me, let me give you an example here, and this is not going to be mine. I'm going to... I have two sets of rules here. We're going to play this twice. Well... Okay, give me give me the rule. So let me let me give an example. Okay. Um, well, the rule is what you're guessing, so I can't give you the rule. No, no, no. But that way, I understand. Okay, so give me give, give me a couple items. So then. the the example is 
everything starts with an L. So the teacher lists out lemon. All right, that's what I'm bringing. What are you going to bring? And the student says, lime. You can come to my party. Mm-hmm. Cherries. You can't come to my party. I'm going to bring a lizard. You can come to my party. Yep. So now we're seeing everything starts with an L. Got it. So that's not the rule I'm using, but we're going to play two two different games. One with one rule, one with another. Got, Got it. it. Okay. All right. Teamwork, Sean. Sean, are you getting this? Teamwork. Uh, I'm, no, I'm just about to start asking to bring the wildest <laughs> shit to this party. Well, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a wild party. It is. Let's go. All right. So the first item I'm going to bring. Oh, so this is kind of a little bit of a hint, a nickel. I'm going to bring a nickel. All right. That's what I'm bringing. Okay. So you guys can, you can chat them out as you go and I'll say, I'll just say yes, no. Just, you just go with what you want. I'll go with what I want. Um, beer. You can't come to my party. Damn it. <laughs> what about a, a 6.2 kilogram subcritical mass of plutonium 89? <laughs> a subcritical mass? Of plutonium 89. Can I come to your party? <laughs> Technically, yes. Oh, let's go. <laughs> How do you spell plutonium? <laughs> what do you mean? Don't I spell plutonium? Pluto. They all have to have elements in them. I think that's right. All of the all of the items have to have some sort of element: nickel, plutonium. I want to bring gold. You can't come to my party. Oh, is gold is an is uh, an element? Gold is an element. I believe it's AU. Is the symbol? It's either AU or AG. One of them silver, one of them gold. Can I bring uranium to your party? You cannot bring uranium to my party. Hmm. Can I bring cake to your party? <laughs> you cannot bring cake to my party. Your party sucks. <laughs> Plutonium can come, but God forbid I bring white cake to your party. Uh, or red velvet. I do like a good red velvet cake. Red velvet? Red velvet. The red, no, he still can't the, come to my no, party. No, I understand that. But the red... The, the, <laughs> I just want to be clear. I got, no, I got Red velvet cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. Oh, so good. Also, somebody needs to be monitoring. Make sure if... If the chat, if is. anybody in the chat, you know, if you oh, happen yeah, to look. shout something out, you can know, can I bring silver to the party? You can bring silver to the party. Uh, Sean's Sean's definitely coming to the party. Aaron's getting left out. Can I bring a quarter to the party? You cannot bring a quarter to the party. Can I? Bring uh, <laughs> So hold on, let me give a recap. So far our list our, our list is nickel, subcritical mass of plutonium, and silver. We could just put plutonium, it doesn't really matter. Are these things that make up no, a no, bomb? No, like gotta be, it's gotta be a subcritical mass of sub, plutonium. Subcritical mass makes the demon core, which did you know that was a that was a study in another part of things. Uh can I, I can I can I bring um steel? You could bring steel. Can I bring Albert Einstein to the party? You could. Yeah. 
sorts of things to do with the Manhattan Project. Yeah, say, can I bring Oppenheimer to the, pro- to the Ein- party? Einstein. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Oppenheimer. Yeah, you can bring uh, Albert Einstein. Can I bring Oppenheimer? You cannot bring Oppenheimer. Ooh. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> it's funny watching you guys think. <laughs> Aaron was about to say something. Looked at Sean. Looked at the board. Looked at Sean, and then and then didn't say anything. Can I bring Superman to the party? You cannot bring Superman to the party. Damn it. <laughs> I should have set a timer on this. For, uh, for can I bring Einsteinium to the party? You cannot bring Einsteinium to the party. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have Siri set a timer for three minutes, and if you guys don't get it by the end of that, then we're going to switch to the second one. And I'll give you the rule on this one. Okay, so speed guessing. Um, Can I bring... um, Can I bring Stan... Can I bring Stan Lee to the party? You can't bring Stan Lee to the party. You cannot. Can I bring any element that has valence? I don't like valence electrons. No, I don't like that you said you cannot. Fuck. Mm. Why are you saying you cannot? Why? Why do I feel like that's a hint somewhere? I feel like this has to do with something comic book related. Mm. Man of Steel. I don't know. Plutonium. Steel, silver. Plutonium. Nickel. I don't know where Albert Einstein fits in this. Theory of relativity, does that have something to do with a comic book character? Can Nikola Tesla come to the party? Uh, you cannot bring Nikola See, Tesla. See, he keeps saying you. He's, he keeps saying you cannot bring. What does that mean? Is that a part you of the rule? You can't come to my party. Schaefer said he'll bring nachos. Can, Sha- can I, can I bring nachos? Schaefer can bring nachos to the party, yeah. Motherfucker, he probably has this already. <laughs> Schaefer's it? coming to the party. Nickel, subcritical mass of plutonium, silver, steel, Albert Einstein, and nachos. What is this, a party on the theory of relativity? Could be. Nachos are part of it. That's, that's... Now it's, now it's really throwing you off, I think. You guys I mean, had I a was common go- I was theme. going in a direction, and now it's... Schaefer, Schaefer's bringing nachos. So far, Sean has brought a subcritical mass of plutonium, silver, and steel. I got my. Sha- good- or Aaron has brought Albert Einstein. I got my good buddy Al good coming job. with me. Okay, hold on. How much time we, we got? How much time we, we got? Um, can we get Al in the chat. Can I bring? Can I bring? Oh, minute fifteen. Can I bring wood to the party? You cannot bring wood to the party. Can I bring the theory of relativity to the party? You cannot bring the theory of relativity. Can I bring a microphone to the party? You cannot bring a microphone to the party. Oh God, I hate this. <laughs> Uh, there's infinite rules that could be made from this, and it's no. That's, there's not infinite rules that could be made from this. Oh, I mean, yeah. the, I see what you're saying. Yes, but this it's, game, it's very game. simple. Infinite it's very simple. There's only can, one rule. Can I wait? Who is it? Is it your turn? I think it's your turn. Can I bring aluminum to the party? You cannot bring aluminum to the party. Can I bring 
bratwurst to the party. <laughs> you cannot bring bratwurst to the party. Keep in mind, it, this is an elementary school game. God, well, we're we're pretty dumb then. <laughs> no, I think you're just thinking way too into it. You're thinking too. Well, how do you have depth. subcritical mass of plutonium and nachos in the same category? Uh, can I bring iron to the party? Uh, you cannot bring iron to the party. All right. Well, we lost that one. All right. You ready? I'm gonna be so upset. I'm bringing nickel. My name starts with an N. Nickel. Sean's bringing subcritical mass of plutonium, oh, okay. so, silver, okay. steel. Yep. You're bringing Albert Einstein. Schaefer's bringing nachos. His name starts with an N. Mm. I only had one thing to go off of. You had three, Sean. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I went off of um, some very specific things, but it's fine. That's the thing. is like you, you get dug into, you know, this area. Dang. I once. You better save some of that. Technically, there's some in there. Okay. There's not a whole lot of it. <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 go to the next one. I'm determined now. All right, ready? Second one. Um, oh, that's why he kept saying, you cannot bring aluminum. There you were a couple times where it was like, Sean why, said, I, I'm going to bring aluminum, and I said, you can't. But if I, I said, I was hoping you guys would say, you would come back and no, say, because, I want to bring aluminum, oh, I knew and i say yes. I knew there was something to Correct. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, Schaefer's just acting it. like... He, he got it. That's why he hit... No, no, no. He had it. When he said nachos, he put a winky. He had it. He knew the rule. How? I I don't even... Th okay, whatever. Because he... He's it's the way his brain time. works. Okay. It's well, the way his brain works. All right, let's go. So, I uh, am having a party. Mm. And I have a I rule. I go. What? Sorry. Continue. Okay. All right. All right. Um and I um let me think about this one, sorry. Um I'm going to bring a frog to this party. Can I bring a sword? Uh no, you cannot come to the party. Sorry, I wanna I wanna add tree frog here. Oh, okay. So Tree's got something to do with it. If Tree didn't, you wouldn't have written it. Tree. <laughs> okay, go. Can I bring my oak branch? Um, that's a good question. I don't... I don't... Th um, I'll, I'll give it to you. I... You can come to the party. Uh, <laughs> okay. Aaron? Can I bring maple syrup? You cannot come to the party. Can I bring Kermit the Frog? Mm, you can bring Kermit the Frog. Can I bring food? I think you need to be more specific. Did we have a guess in the chat? Or is there... No, there's no. nothing there. Okay. So I just can't bring food? You have to be specific. Can I bring cake to the party? 
think you gotta be more specific. You gotta be more specific. Do you know the rule? Like, if you know the rule, guess. I don't, I don't know the rule, but if you said, can you bring... I asked if I could bring cake last time, and you said no, so... I'm setting a timer for five minutes. Well, I, I don't think... If you, if you couldn't bring cake this time, you can't bring last time. Yeah, you don't know that. The rule could have been... St- you have to bring cake. It has to be a type of cake. <laughs> what, you got some tree frog cake, bud? You got some old ranch cake? Or Kermit the Frog cake? Like, I'd love to hear it. Can I bring red velvet cake? <laughs> you cannot come to the party. You definitely cannot come to the party. Can I bring um, from the 1997 American science fiction comedy Flubber to the party? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you can come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come to the party. Can I bring money to the party? Yeah. What, what kind of money? Dollar bills to the party? Yeah, why not? Things that are green. Hey, we did it. There it is. Things that are green. The oak branch threw me off because, and I—that's uh, why <laughs> I was like, "Why are you looking up oak branch?" But then I, I looked was, it up and I was like, "Is there something green on there?" Yeah, that was it. All right, we got one. Flubber did it, and then I just had to confirm. I was going to say your sweatshirt as well, but you know, yeah, you can bring my sweatshirt. Yeah. All right. Can you Pretty make fun. up one more real quick? I want to do it. I I, I can. Uh, <sighs> I, I'm just getting good at this game. We can't end now. <laughs> um, all right. I, I've got another one. All right. I am going to bring scissors. Bring scissors to the party. Kind of bring a sword to the party? We're, we're setting a timer for three minutes on this one. Yeah, yeah. I know we're running over, but fuck you. It's our podcast. <laughs> I'll give you four minutes. I'll give you four minutes. Kind of bring a sword to the party. Uh, Shaver, Shaver's bringing weed. No, I think that was for the last. Oh, is that last one? Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Can I bring my sword to the party? Um, uh, you cannot come to the party. Fuck. Especially with that language. <laughs> um, can I bring a wrench to the party? You cannot come to the party. You cannot bring a wrench to the party. Mm. Also, you can't come to the party. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just fuck you. No. <laughs> Actually, technically, you could come to the party. Can I bring shears to the party? Shears. Shears. You can come to the party. I don't know if that's how that's spelled, but... Words that have double letters in them. S-H... I think it's A-R-S. I might be wrong, but I think it's S-H-A-R-S. Yeah, it's S. H E A R S. Oh, you can't come to the party. Words that have double letters in them. <laughs> That's it. There we are. <laughs> you can bring a kitten. Ew. Uh, Shaver could bring weed. He could. If he wanted to. If he wanted to, yeah. As long as it's legal. It in, could be legal. In the yeah. state we're in. So there you go. It's a fun little game that everybody could play. Well, thank you, Nick. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, we got better at it for sure. And, and I appreciate you not making the rules too hard because that would have been. Um, that would have been a little tough. So, oh, oh. yeah, well, I uh, I like to think, you know, it is a elementary school game. Don't try to get yourself so specific. Like, think very vague. Think top level, right? Yeah, yeah. It just shows that like we as adults try to get way too complex way too quickly. No, nope, I agree. So, um, 
I'm gonna try something here because we're we're wrapping up. But last time, so we gave a little announcement on the last podcast that unfortunately we're gonna have to change the ending song. Um, even though it's such a great song for us to have, um, unfortunately, Twitch disagrees. So I'm gonna try this, but I'm gonna sign off beforehand just because I want to see what ends up happening and if this is. Something- <laughs> Hey, 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 calm down. I'm trying to do something for us, all right? So I'm going to sign off, and then we're going to play this music because this is just a test experiment. But is there anything else you guys want to say before we uh, we close out here? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Love it. Great. Gotta take that. I'll take that. All right, for the Last Call podcast, thank you for joining us on this uh, Brady brunch Saturday. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Saturday. <laughs> Struggle with that, that one, yeah. Bye, friends. This is probably why I should tell you that this is the Freshman 15. And thank you for coming out. Closing time. Open all the doors.